Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters. About however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Uh, the reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody with you eats free. Now here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning, and welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Second hour already. Man, that went by fast. It's 5.01 here in the Bayou City. Now let's uh, check in with Captain Mike Jeffcoat. What's up, Mike? How you doing? Uh, I'm good, brother. Trying to make myself go get in that pickup and get back to Venice. So. <laughs> Dreading that drive, I can tell you that. Got to do what you got to do. So. I-10. Love driving yeah. I-10. Oh, yeah. Gotta love it. At least I ain't got to fight that between you and Beaumont. So. Oh, yeah. You take, what do you do, 90? 105. 105? Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 And then, then hop on, on I-10. Yeah, Beaumont. So. Anyhow, no, I uh, spent eight good days in the woods. So That's good. Other until that heat don't come back on us yesterday, well, last few days. I mean, you just got where it wasn't fun to hunt. The morning hunts was fine every morning. Right. Still had to wear a light jacket, you know, but, man, by 10 o'clock, it got pretty pretty nasty. So, them old deer, they're trying to rut. Some of them are rutting and some of them are not, so... Um, Opening morning, uh, I had a hot dough and I had seven bucks there for over an hour. And there was three of them that were shooter, shooters, yeah. but they wasn't good enough for opening morning. I can tell you that. So, right. But uh, well, nothing, nothing like what you saw on uh, Youth Weekend. Oh no! I mean, Man. Youth Weekend that was crazy. So, Bachelor pack of big boys. Yep. So, other than that, that's basically all I know. I know this weather's going to follow me back. And I got one of the big bass elite guys coming in for three days, and it's strictly bull reds, and he's bringing a big group down. And right. 
Uh, I don't know how that's going to work, according to the weather I looked at. And now I'm looking at this chemical plant fire. I mean, I was at camp yesterday morning. All these helicopters flying over the camp. I said, man, what's going on here? And I checked the news and seen that. That was a, that was a mess. And well, it was a flame of smoke, wasn't it? Golly. Yeah. Actually, I had to come back through Shepherd coming home yesterday and pick up Rusty's buggy. He headed up there. A friend has got a maintenance shop up there. Done some work on it. And luckily, I got to the place where the buggy was, but man, 59 was a mess. I bet it was. Because they shut everybody down at Shepherd going north mount. And it was closed from Shepherd both ways from Livingston to Shepherd. Oh, boy. But them truckers just kept coming. I mean, I could go back south once I got home 59 at Shepherd. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but them truckers backed up for five, six miles, and I'm going, My y'all got gosh. CBs and all that stuff. Why y'all keep coming this way? I don't didn't understand it. Yeah, know? I should have rerouted. Yeah, because once you get to Shepherd, there ain't a lot of rerouting to do. <laughs> no. I mean, you, you got to go, you'll have to go back to Cold Springs and go around that way to get to Livingston. And, uh, or take two twenty three back to Dolan the Romare to get on one forty six. So Yeah. It's uh it was a mess. So and I I don't know if they got that fire out yet or not. Man, I hadn't seen, I know it was still going and I you know, I didn't watch any news evening news yesterday, so I was cooking. The, uh, yeah, I understand. Listening, listening to talk radio and cooking. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's depressing, ain't it? <laughs> uh, you know, I just got to where I don't even want to pay attention to any of it anymore. I know. But, it's just doom and gloom, baby. Yep. We're so, all going to no, die. <laughs> no, I, talked to, I talked to Brent Ballet last night, and he said fishing's been good. He said that cold front really helped. Yeah, it helped him trout. Well, yeah, Get you back left town. Work. <laughs> yeah, well, and, you know, it cooled down and them trout really turned on in that river again, but then it warmed right back up and it put them back down deep and mm-hmm. back on the edge. And so, oh. Did uh, Brent mention anything to you about the limits? No, we didn't even talk about it. Did you know, and no, I, after me and you talked about it yesterday, I, I didn't even look at it. I can't believe they sent me an email about it. Uh, that's just unreal. They sent me an email everybody about um, what I've done this week and or today and so forth. And they can't send me a email about these new limits, and that's that's wild. And I I get phone calls from Minnesota and Maine and all kind of places. People doing these surveys. I'm going. Mm-hmm. Why are they paying these people in Michigan and Maine and all up in the Northeast to call me about what I've done today? It don't make <laughs> sense. You know, it, and it's the same old story. What'd you do? How many people you have? What'd you catch? Where'd you fish? 
That's a three question to ask. I mean, is that coming from the federal government, or are they doing that from those areas no, it's for coming. the state? Or what? They're doing it for the state. All them emails. Well, why are they hiring legit. people up there to do their job down here? I don't have no idea. I don't know. It's politics. Um, politics. Exactly. So, but no, I got, like I was saying, I got a bull redfish. I know for oh, the next six days, actually. Boy. So, yeah. And the weather's just not going to be. But I can get in the river and catch a few. So, yeah. Uh, um, and, and they're more entertaining in the river. You put that current on it, outgoing tide and river current, you can have fun. 50 foot yeah, of water. They, they get down current <laughs> and they get sideways on you. That's real them truck oh, tires and boys. Oh, that's <laughs> like them trout I had in that 30 foot of water. You know, you'd be, you'd fish it, you know, and you'd get past the rock pile and you go to reeling it back up about halfway up one of them would thump it and here you go <laughs> and then on top of that you get you one of them old jacks get you one of them and it gets oh, real no. fun even them baby jacks now I don't mind catching them baby jacks they're fun yeah them about eight inches long six eight inches long they are a they're a hoot and uh, when you got one that's six eight, six, eight inches long pulling drag that's funny then you get him in the boat, and he just chirps like crazy. So, really, I've never caught a little one like that over here. Oh man, they're in every river right now. Like it's, you know, fifteen yeah. to thirty yeah. pounds. I don't know why they get they do it every year. This time of year, when that river's cold like that, they get in there and really. Oh, you can be fishing them rocks, and you'll see them swim by. There'll be a herd of them. You know, twenty five, thirty of them little rascals. They'll be swimming on a mission. <laughs> huh. Don't throw nothing in front of them because they're definitely going to eat it for you. Yeah, I hadn't met a jack but it's like yet a, to turn a lure down. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. But um, it's another crazy thing. It's like them little baby mangroves. I don't know why they're up that river like they are, but that is crazy. Huh. And, I mean, they're like a sun perch size. I mean, they're just five, six inches, you know. Right, but if you get on them, you can you can catch all of them you want. Huh? Think about how good eating that beast. Knock the scales off of him, cut his head off, fry him up. There you Oof. go. That'd be Mackey. That'd be that'd be really good. Some of that Tex Bonin bull brim action there, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know old Texas. He's probably not listening, but he's going. He might be listening, but he'll catch it on the iPod or the. Or Whatever it is, yeah, podcast. podcast. Oh, text. What I was, a guy. I come out. I come out. Oh, uh, what's that, Thursday? Tuesday. I come out and met Darlene in town to have lunch. I got right there at his camp, and his uh, niece and nephew, their camp's right beside him. And there's a buck come out of one of them yards right there, turned down that road, headed to the gate. I just had to laugh. And he was a shooter. You could kill him. And uh, probably he run. Te- Tex has been grooming for a while. Now that's the problem. Uh, they clear cut a bunch of stuff behind his camp, and they ain't got no deer coming to their camp feeder. And I told myself I need to tell Tex he just needs to get in the lawn chair and sit outside out there and sit on the porch. Yeah, with a gun in his lap. 
Hey, you wouldn't believe some of the deer you see sitting on Blaine's porch. Oh, I that, can imagine That's that. the best hunt of the whole trip down there, just sitting yeah. on the porch and with all the guys and watching all the animals come out. It's crazy. Well, well I'm watching the weather right now. They took a chance of rain down to 40% now. There you go, you typical know. forecast. Yeah, over the weekend, it was doom and gloom, five, six inches. Yeah. Well, last, yesterday, one news report was showing, uh, you know, isolated one to two inches, you know, yeah. away from the coast, down on the coast, quarter inch, half inch. Right. They don't know. No. I'll well, tell you what, it's got dry again. Here. Yeah. Real dry. I mean, me and my brother was talking about it yesterday. Um, there's limited water out there in that river bottom right now. So, you know, well, it all came up a little bit. Livingston started turning some water loose. They finally filled up. Yeah, but they ain't going to help us none, though. No, it's uh, it it's, it's going to be a mere trickle. Yeah. I uh, I sat on that river, I don't know, 30 minutes the other day and watched big old blue crabs swimming by. And I'm going, hmm. You'll like to catch me a bunch of them, but you know, above the, I guess it's I ten. Above I ten, you cannot have a trap. You can only catch them by. Oh, I by thought hand. Uh, once you got above uh, one forty six and I ten, you could use a trap, but you could only put out three or something. Well, might have changed. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, ninety. Might be highway ninety. Above it, you can't have a trap out, but. Right. Um, Man, back in the day, we used to catch them blue crabs. Holy smoke. Especially Man. on a full moon. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you know, when I was guiding Livingston, that's been a long time ago. We'd be fishing behind the dam, catching them <clears throat> stripers. And them crabs be right there behind the dam. Right. You know, when it gets right, them crabs, they'll go on a mission. Yeah, they so will. People don't, people don't believe that, but trust me. I've caught a mini crab right behind the dam on the Well, lakes. look at all the the bull sharks that get caught off the bank by cat fishermen in uh, Liberty, oh. Liberty County in the yeah. Trinity River. Yeah, absolutely. That, so, uh, man, that shark situation is out of hand. Could yeah, be it is. It's, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know why they're crying the blues about sharks. I don't either. Well, what do you do with them, you know? I mean... Well, let them go to catch it and kill them. That's what you do yeah. with it. You know, they just. But who wants a shark? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, you know, when that season goes on down in Venice, I mean, there's there's a lot of boat shark fishing. You know, it's like but, up north. Nobody wants to, you know, they don't want to kill wolves, but there comes a time they have to. they got to thin it out. I saw something get yesterday. Get an imbalance. I was looking at some stuff on social media and there's a picture of a uh, wolf with a baby calf in his mouth i don't know if it's wyoming montana and so maybe it'll wake them up a little bit but you know the problem of it is they got some tractor collars on most of them yeah remember on yellowstone when they shot oh yeah (laughs) 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 boy boy yeah yeah don't get caught killing a wolf you done, nope. brother. Yep. <laughs> that, Absolutely. That was, I, I like that part of that show when they yep. 
brought that up because that hit home with some people. I'm sure they'd have to Absolutely. fight those wolves. Well, it's getting where yeah, it's cattle. getting where you're tracked twenty four seven. So yeah, I mean it's a, I mean you're smile. You're on candy camera everywhere now, buddy. Yep. You just never know. Are. If they can't get you by camera, they'll drone you. <laughs> yep. Well, or track you in your vehicle. Yeah. Track you in your vehicle. You know, exactly. right that wreck like Cell phone. I mean, all of it, buddy. Yep. All right, man. Absolutely. I, I got to roll. Have a safe trip Not back to too. Venice. <laughs> right. Somebody wants to I'll call you, you, give me a number, brother. 832-338-9376. Catch us on the web at RJ Hunting Fishing. All right, Mike. Be safe, buddy. See ya. You too. Later. All right. Join the drive. The Belleville Meat Market. They're double featuring their jalapeno pecan smoked sausage this week and three cheeses pecan smoked sausage. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available there in their meat market. Full menu on pecan smoked barbecue. That's served Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And... Pecan smoked pulled pork and homemade hot dogs, and they're now taking orders for the holidays for their country smoked turkeys. These are really good, and uh, they do custom processing year-round on pigs and calves, and you can order a half calf or a hind quarter, have it processed any way you like, and their wild game processing. Try out their new Vinny dogs and hog dogs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. Bring something home from your hunt. The entire family can enjoy all year long. That's Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sundays, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Celebrating 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, or meat is our middle name. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old... Good morning and welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Thursday morning. It's 521 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to G-Town now, Tiki Island, Texas. Check in with Captain James Flog. see what's up. Little Rat, what's happening? Big Daddy, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Nothing much, Big Daddy. Oh, hey, did man. you kill any ducks? Didn't go, hunt fell through, man. Oh, you're kidding me. No, Wayne had something come up at the bank, and he had to be there early and uh, couldn't put it off, and so we had to scrub. Man, that's what sucks when you got a job. you gotta got to do stuff like that. <laughs> well, we all got to have a job to be able to hunt and fish, you know. Man. Yeah, I thought you used duck hunting, Mike. Support, our, support our habits. <laughs> yeah, ain't that the truth, man. Well, y'all get, y'all get it in, though. Oh, yeah. Oh man, nothing but the fishing. <clears throat> Fishing's been pretty good, bro. Yeah. I don't know about old times, but it's close. It's close. You catch some really. <clears throat> Wade and Mickey were catching good ones and some good ones, three, four pound fish. You know, just boat fishing. My boat fishing guys, it's you know, there's still there's a lot of little ones, but I mean it's it's good. I had to. You know, David Carroll, he took his granddaughters. And, uh, I don't know, day before yesterday, I think, we catch like 130 fish, man. We quit at 10 o'clock. Them little girls, were, they were so fire, 12 and 13, drop dead gorgeous. And I taught her how to throw a spinning rod. And she could, she fished till she caught 30. She said, I'm going to catch 30 and I'm going to quit. She caught 30 and said, oh, I'm done. I'm good. 
it was crazy, man. And, you know, big decent fish. We probably caught, I don't know, 35, 40, you know, legal fish. We've been keeping them. <clears throat> I caught 125, 130 fish. Yeah. But it's, it's good. The has been pretty good. We found some fish Sunday on the way in. And it's a place I really don't fish this time of year. It's a little early, about two weeks early, but I had to go right by there. So we stopped. And, you know, you're standing real shallow, throwing off in a gut. And, uh, man, I walked out there, <laughs> caught one. These are all like, man, 18 to 22-inch fish, you know, good ones. And Cameron was like, man, I, I got to go, you know, I got a boat fish tomorrow. I said, you come back in here tomorrow, in the morning. I said, I bet you catch these fish. He rode in there, and he had one pushing seven some fours it got pretty good it got pretty, awesome. you know tide was just right it got you know it got real high and then it was just starting to swing and uh yeah, he said his best three was, you know over 15 pounds oh, we, you know, we don't kill none of them fish we don't drag around way i said how but was he seven he said, i don't know if he was seven but he was pushing it <laughs> we don't drag him around and weigh him don't no. care no scale but and then, uh, man, yesterday I called my guy, and his phone sounds funny. He's in Cuba on a mission, and he told me that he wasn't going to be able to go, and I guess I didn't remember. And I said, man, I'm sorry, dude. Well, I'm sorry for me. I lost my day, but I was already to go. So Cameron and Kenny and I went yesterday. <laughs> we just go. We just went and did stuff that you don't even do. And, man, I don't know what we caught. I think we caught, like, Close to thirty fish. Yeah. <laughs> nice ones. We didn't have no five pounders or nothing. Uh, we might have had one four, some threes, <clears throat> but it, it's surprisingly good. It was, you know, and I ain't, you know, me, I ain't leaning on nothing. I don't. You know, I'm fishing so many different places, and they're all full of fish. Some of them are small ones, you know, but as far as you just trying to kill stuff, there's a lot more keepers now than, you know, what there was. The ratio is a lot better. Yeah. <clears throat> but the white fish, man, it, it's a lot better fish. It, it's 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 pretty good. Well, it's always it's, been like that since the beginning of time. Same, same, same. Uh, man, and they're in a lot of places, too, bro. We, <laughs> we hit two places. We had a place yesterday that we catch a lot of fish in the spring. <clears throat> it's like a little spoil bank. If we catch a lot of fish in the spring, we don't fish a lot in the fall. It looks dead as a hammer, man. I mean, it's, you know, if you old mullet, but it, it's terrible. Well, you know, take about five minutes, check it. And, uh, hell, man, we walked into them, but, man, buddy, it got it got pretty good. We caught 18, 19 fish, like, really quick. And then when we got out, we left there, and we got out another spot that they're supposed to be, and it's really nasty. The water ain't great. You know, when, when it warmed up, the water everywhere, it's not very good, no matter what bay you go to. You know, it's clear, but you know what I'm saying? It ain't good. It ain't that good wintertime, clear water. Yeah. It, it didn't look nothing like was there. Man, we just walked into a good fish. I'm like, man, if you didn't get out and fish right here, you'd have swore there was nothing here. And it didn't look very good. But, you know, they're all little small spots. It don't, it don't take long to check it, you know, if there's anything there. So, oh, no. It's pretty good. You know, some of the fish are deep. 
when I say deep, six foot, you know, and then you got all your weight fish and stuff. And they're all pretty close to deep water, though, all in places where weight. Yeah. It's all pretty close to where there's some deep water. They ain't in the deep, but, you know, and we had, I guess, we had quite a few bites on top waters Saturdays. I mean, Sunday. We didn't have any bites on top waters yesterday. Wasn't too good. And Cameron's catching most of his fish on a regular red and white old school bass assassin, but he's rigging it the worm weight, you know, weedless, just floating it. Right. <clears throat> he's catching a lot of them better fish like that. Yeah, it's always a good combination kind of this time of year, worm weighting it. Yeah, he, he loves that worm weight, but he needs it because he's a bottom dragger. He'll hang up with the best of them. <laughs> he's a dredger. <laughs> no, he's, he's terrible, man. He's like Tell colorful. Man, he, colorful. he ain't out here trolling for marlin, man. We're we're throwing and we you got to work at bait. You got to hop at sucker. Oh, dude, he'll put it on you with that worm weight though. If you ain't got one, he'll make you go second guessing yourself. That's why I used to tell Colin. I said, "Look, Colin, see that? You need to turn it. Quit hanging up." <laughs> but, Hold uh, that rod tip yeah. up and turn that handle a little faster, there, bro. Oh, man, I put him a worm weight on one time. I said, look, dude, he, he didn't want it. I said, look, quit hanging up, man. I'm tired of chasing your bait. Put this on there. Try this. Oh, and it was a godsend for him. He was crushing them. He said, oh, this is a good bait here. I said, yeah. <laughs> you get, get a lot more time in when you ain't stuck on the bottom, dude. Boy, that ain't no joke. That's uh... Huh? I got to tell my guys, I said, look, 100%. You may not catch them reeling fast, but 100% when you're stuck on the bottom, you ain't catching nothing. You're not going to catch anything hung up on the bottom and uh, make them come get it. You ain't, that's right. That's what you always come told me, get it. man. Just like them corkies, man, me and you used to bang them, we'd make them come get them. <clears throat> but, uh, no, all in all, it, it's really been good. I figured the warmer it got, you know, the worse it would get. And it, it stayed pretty steady. I, I'm surprised, really. That little cold front ain't. We need the water to come back down. I think mean, it's like 72 yeah, when I came in yesterday. It's up in the 70s. Hell, if it hangs on a little longer, we can pull the waders back off. Man, ain't that the truth? I, I had actually too much. Remember some of those Decembers? We'd be waiting, catching all them big fish, and uh, you'd have a T-shirt on with your waders over that and burning up. And burning up. Yeah. <laughs> Being the That's 80s not- every day at Christmas time. That's just crazy. When the big bite, when, when you know, because I didn't get to wait every day. You know, Cameron was. I think he went eight or nine days in a row. And uh, at home, you know, that water got 55, 56, 57 you know, after that front. Right. And, and that was the most consistent bite as far as a bunch of three- and four-pound fish. And I think Sunday, Mickey, that water, I think it started out at like 63. And it may have been 66 when we come in. That was Sunday. And, yeah. of course, it's, you know, came up since then. Right. But they're eating all that outgoing, man. You'll sit you'll, you'll sit on some of these fish, and you won't get no bites. The other day, I was sitting on a, on a little hump, and I can't catch nothing. And, uh, and these boys fish with me every Monday. And Douglas, he, he's really good. He's kind of like your search dog. You know, you just put him out there, and he'll find them. He ain't catching nothing. And the Rigamani and my other guy, there ain't nothing biting, and they're absolutely crushing them. 
We can't even get no bite. <laughs> hey, they catch they catch fifteen. They catch a, our limit of fish. I don't think me and him caught but one or two. I can't catch them. I just gave up. And I watch that anchor rope get slack. See, y'all watch this. And then that anchor, I, then I swung on my hook. That current started coming out. Yeah. And, and then, buddy, we went to whittling on them. Then it got pretty good. And the fish got better. You know, you know, mind, they keep Well, this, fish, this but, time of year all the way up into the spring in April, that outgoing tide always seems to be the, man, that's that's your tide right there. It's better, what, right? You know, man? when you're waiting. Oh, yeah. Man, we used to. You know, you'd feel that warm water come out of the marsh, especially when you got an afternoon or evening out going, and you could feel it through your waders on your legs how much warmer that water was coming out of that marsh down the shoreline, and, buddy, them fish went bananas. That's amazing, ain't it, what two or three degrees can do? Just, just so two or three worse. degrees. You can just barely feel it, and, buddy, <laughs> you can yeah, – uh, you and I – We've done that a, a, a bunch of times. And it, it, We're walking, it, throw your anchor out, and stand there, and they just keep coming. Just keep coming through, man. Begging with them. You know, it ain't, you know, Mickey Corson, you know, you, you're not going to put together no 50-pound stringers or nothing, but I'm, I don't know where these fish come from, you know. I don't, you know, maybe they've been there all year, and people don't catch them, or they don't bite, <clears throat> but there's well, a lot of, It's called lot November of, fishing. Yeah, big difference. Yeah, well, we talked about that. Even if it's tough, yeah, the the October, November, December fishing is it's always. I mean, when November gets here and you're not catching them anymore, you know, you're not catching anything. You might want to head to the golf course or something, catch you a bird. You might want to hit some hit some golf balls. Go hit some golf balls. Just fishing ain't (laughs) for you. Yeah, but I'm really even me for right now. I'm surprised. At the size of the fish. I mean, it kind of, it surprises me a little bit. Like, you know, dude, this this, this is pretty good. I mean, you know, we got a couple of places where you got a legitimate shot. <clears throat> you go throw your lure around there and catch one, you know, six, seven pounds for sure. Yeah. We walked in this Sunday. I told Cameron, I said, I'm telling you, man, there's a good one right here. I'm telling me this, there's a good fish right here. We, we were catching too many solid fish, and we just left. It was already like three o'clock. It's good. We gotta go, man. I gotta go. I gotta get all this stuff ready to go to bar. So we just left them. <clears throat> we caught nine or ten of them. He said, "How big is that one?" Man, I, he held that. I don't know. It's four pounds. It's good. <clears throat> so <clears throat> fairly impressive what we've been seeing. Yeah, it depends on where you're fishing. What solids are? But plenty of pencils too. Man. So, solids, <laughs> solids here three and fours and go over <laughs> Sabine way and solids are 14 to 17s. <laughs> solids. Hey, if we could keep. How long I'm has everybody been saying solids? Oh, bro, let me tell you something. If we had Louisiana limits at several places I'm fishing, you fish before, there ain't no secret stuff. And I don't even measure fish. I mean, you can look at it. You know, but I measure them because you don't keep a lot of fish. But I like to keep count. You know, legal fish. I don't know how many fourteen and seven eighths that you would measure. Yeah. They'll tell me, "Hey, he's a keeper." I said, "No, he's not." Measure. I said, "I'm telling him he's fourteen and seven eighths." Well, down there they're so fat now; they look like keepers. You know, when they're not. Oh, Mickey, they're big, dude. They're butter balls. balls. Yeah. For sure, but 
Same old deal, man. If y'all don't, you know, people don't need them, don't keep them. Just throw them That's back. It. And, and it's pretty simple. Pretty simple. Just keep five. <laughs> well, I mean, even if, even these guys that keep their five fish to take a picture of your cooler and try to get some business, that's stupid. I mean, tell people, hey, man, I'm catching them really good. You don't need five dead fish to prove anything. Just throw them back in the water. No, five fish is nothing nowadays. You know, that's just, uh, but it is a limit, and that's what they like to say. I got my limit, full limit. How many? Well, it's pretty cool to have, we can catch a limit. I, I, we, I said, we catch them all day long. You can keep count. You know me. I'm the worst serious about that. But guess what? They're all still out there swimming and going to make some more babies instead of being dead in that cooler in somebody's freezer. They ain't going to eat them. That's true. If we don't get that mentality, the next limit you're going to get is going to be zero. Huh. All right, uh-huh. brother. Well, I'm out of time again, so i got to go. Right, if somebody man. wants to call you about coming and fishing, James, give them a number, man. All right, buddy. 497 Well, that's all right. I'm, I, I'll make up for it. Hey, well, tell Wayne to call us. Me and Kenny talk about it. We want to go, too. So if y'all got some boat spots, holler at us. Okay. Sounds good, buddy. All right, buddy. All right, later. All right, man. All right. Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croker's located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, their bait is as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. Check them out firsthand at the store. They have all their different size bottles on display plus their regulators and diffusers and if you need more info on that call jason at 281-701-8107 and while you're by the store check out all their wild caught gulf shrimp no farm raised at boyd's and if you're looking for the big 9 12 16 18s what have you they've always got them great price great availability and their cajun grill they're always having good food and specials there all the time call them at 409 409- Nine four five four thousand and one, or check them out at boydsonestop.com. When you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio six ten presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning, welcome back to the Sports Radio six ten Outdoor Show. All right, it is five forty one here in the Bayou City. All right, let's uh, run down Matagorda Way. Let's check in with Captain Bink Grimes this morning. Matagorda Sunrise Lodge. Bink, what's up, man? Man, not a whole lot. Kind of slept in this morning. Yeah. Uh, all I'm doing, I'm scouting today. I'm not, uh, I fished and hunted all week. I'm, I'm going to take this morning off and scout a little bit and get after it in the morning. So. Right. Life of a guide, more- baby. Life of a guide, <laughs> yep, yep. You, you get to sleep till about four thirty, man. You feel like you're uh, you're on vacation, you know. I know. <laughs> so, yes, we'll have that north wind tomorrow. A little little weather change. Uh, yeah, it's gonna get a little change to... here and a little rain and uh, cloud cover and all the good stuff. So, that, uh, yeah, uh, we kind of you know uh, it, it's uh, opening weekend was a good one. This week was. Uh, was pretty good, uh, but you know when you're hunting midweek, when the 
it's so uh, with, with no wind and uh, mild temperatures like we had, you know, it's uh, you got to get them early. You know, I've told my guys the last two days, I said, man, y'all better y'all better get your game face on at shooting time because they're going to fly for a little while and they're going to shut it down. We got plenty of ducks, but they're going to just fly for a little while without any of that uh, that weekend uh, pressure that you get. And man, they're going to sit and sit and sit and uh, so. So they did, man. They they made the most of our opportunities, and 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 it was uh, it was pretty good. But uh, we we need you know we we need these cold fronts to to roll in here every nine ten days, you know, to get a new crop of crop of birds. So that's kind of yeah, what we're just, hoping. You we're know, ready. wildlife's wildlife, whether it's fish or birds or any kind of animals. Weather changes uh, make everything react differently. It really does. Uh, Makes you know, it better, for, man. It does for no for no reason. You know, ducks will move. You know, a lot a lot of ducks move with pressure, but you know, I've got some ponds that were just uh, just full of ducks and hasn't been hunted yet. And then you go in there to scout them, you feel like you you know you're going to just see a big black hole of ducks and and they're gone. Uh, so they move. You know, they move. Yeah, they do. They just do. They just do. We all. Uh, you know, barometer, the whole deal, just like fish, man. They, they, uh, they move and have their own attitude. So, but that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna give it, give it till daylight, and then we're gonna go out there and check it out and see what we can do for tomorrow. Uh, put us in the right spot for tomorrow. So, looking for huntable numbers. <laughs> huntable numbers. Huntable numbers. And you know, <laughs> you got to look at it too. You know, you're 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 out there right now with a south wind. You got to you've got to kind of look at how you're going to set up tomorrow because it's supposed to come blowing, you know, north, northwest at, I don't know, 15 to 20 maybe uh, at about yeah, 4 or 5 a.m. here. 15 you know. to 25 is a forecast, yeah. so you'll, you'll get some of that. Yeah, yeah, and that'll and that'll shift a lot of things around too. That, that, that encourages them to fly too, uh, so – like you know, when they, you you hunt a north wind, a marsh in a north wind, man, there is no telling what'll happen. You know, I could go scout all I want to, but what I what I you know just to make me feel good, but but uh, no telling what'll happen in the morning. I, you you've seen it, I've seen it. The marsh in the north wind is just it's something different. It's pre- pretty magical, pretty pretty yeah. magical. So fish has been good all week. We fished this week too, and um, you know just. Been good. Our water temperature was up around seventy uh, yesterday. Matter of fact, just a lot, a lot of redfish, a lot of trout throwing, throwing plastics, and having a good time. That, uh, but but it, it would be uh, it, we got some tide back too, uh, so we kind of kind of hope that we'll we're going to lose that tide with that west northwest wind that's yeah if you can get some west in that north wind i mean that, mm-hmm. that'll that'll go a long way of dumping these tides and bringing some more shrimp out and fish with yep. it yeah a lot of it there's a lot there's of these lot fish of get where you can't get to them man you just got to wait on them to get dumped that's right that's exactly right and uh and i it yeah, there's still a lot of shrimp in that bay and still a lot of shrimp yeah in bay, so and in the marsh still a lot uh so that's uh That'll be good on the backside of this front too. Uh, I think it's supposed to blow, I guess, through uh, through Sunday, I believe, and then uh, maybe calm down a little bit. But early next week ought to ought to be good back in the bay again. But we, we've got we've got fish too, and, and you know, in the 
in the rivers and the diversion channel and all those we've we've uh, that last front man i sat in there and, and bass fished for three days and caught all you wanted you know uh not didn't catch bass or to the listeners but we were yeah. we were trout fishing like we were bass fishing <laughs> right beating the banks you know <laughs> for that's it that's know. fun <laughs> it is it's a change don't want to do it every day but it's a it's a nice change so well but, uh, they're gonna looks like monday they're you know i'm looking at extended forecast we're gonna have a pretty good northeast wind at about 20 with monday there's Showing a 60% chance of rain Monday, 40% Tuesday with another northeast wind at about 15. And then it tapers off uh, Wednesday to only 20% Wednesday and Thursday with uh, northeast wind still. It's going to be east till the weekend. Have east. I don't, en- yeah. I don't enjoy hunting in the rain, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, gripe about it because we, we need it so bad. And, uh, so I'm just going to put on a slicker and, and roll with it this weekend. That's it. You just gear up. And uh, as long as it's not our uh, drenching downpour, you know, those yeah. ducks flying yeah. light rain and everything. I've had some unbelievable hunts in, in light rain like that that just you can't beat them off of you. You can't beat them off of you. And 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 what 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 usually happens, too, is all those, you know, we're in the marsh, but but all those, those birds that are on the bay, too, they'll – we're not high ground, but we're higher ground than what the what the bay is, and we'll we'll start seeing a, just a uh, a migration. All those birds from all that on the south shoreline of West Bay will get mm-hmm. out of that. Get out of that. Uh, they just do. It's just just what puddle ducks do, uh, man. When when it rains, they they head to high grounds. We talked about it before. If you if you got ducks in your yard or whatever, when it rains, they get out of that pond and they get in the ditches. They they just That's like it. it, you know. <laughs> Just new like, nutrients got new uh-huh. nutrients here and so that'll shift a little bit up down there's still a lot of birds on the prairie prairie still full of ducks and uh I up yeah i was talking days. to roy simmons uh sunday and uh he was telling me up at richland chambers he said man there's ducks everywhere up there on that big reservoir so i believe we got more to come we just need weather to push them to the coast yes sir Yes, sir. Sure. There, do. There's uh, just not a lot of water everywhere for them, so they're hitting these big reservoirs no. and then coming to the coast and getting what water they can here. And when it's dead calm like it's been, a lot of those ducks they'll just sit on the bay. They like it. They no. like to get out on that open bay when it's calm. Just That's sit down exactly and won't right. fly. Sit down and won't fly. The only way you'll you'll see them is if you know there's boat traffic. But yeah, uh, if a boat runs near them, they all get up and go, "Man, look at that cloud of birds right there." Jeez. <laughs> you know, some of our best our our best bay hunts are uh on days uh with uh, a lot of sunshine when you got a lot of fishermen out there and, and uh-huh. they're turning up down the shorelines, you know. You you uh kinda of, you know, they're not running ducks, they're just they're just uh you know, moving from spot to spot. Uh what do the feds call but, it? Rallying birds. Rallying <laughs> games. Yes. Yeah. And there's and there's some outfits that are pretty good at that, and, but that's <laughs> the feds. So, yeah, Boudreaux, uh, we need you to run that airboat every 30 minutes down that, uh, that shoreline <laughs> and kick them up for us. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's been a practice for, for a while. But, yeah, the, uh, we don't have a whole lot of, uh, uh, of game wardens doing that, uh, you know, checking down here. But, I mean, they, we're, we're kind of. 
isolated. But you know, if, when you get down to Port O'Connor and Rockport, where where uh, those guys, there's just so many boats, and you can uh, you know you can get to those spots a little easier. You know, uh, and, and there's a lot of waterfowl traffic and a lot of hunters there. The uh, the uh, authorities are uh, enforced down there, but. We uh, we're getting a whole lot. Of, we're getting a whole lot more uh, duck hunters down here. Uh, a lot more, a lot more little duck boats showing up on the on the weekends. And uh, this is we don't have a whole lot of airboats, which I like. I kind of like that. It's I like yeah. the serenity in the morning. <laughs> I don't like. Yeah, it. nobody likes the noisy airboats, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But and, but and we've got the water that you don't have to have a airboat. You know, if if, right. if I was running duck hunts in Rockport and Port O'Connor and the lower Laguna Madre, I'd probably have one because when that tide falls, you know, those ducks go to that, that ankle deep water. And I mean, the good ducks go back there, the, the pintails and the gadwalls and the widgeon. And, and I mm-hmm. understand why they do. They get back there and get with them. And, uh, so that's, uh, that's just the nature of, that's how the, the terrain changes up and down the coast. Uh, but it's a, it's a whole different hunt down there. And it's, we've all got our, got our strong spots up here on, on the upper coast and in the lower coast as well everything's got it same way fishing wise it's it's just different uh, that's the that's the magic of hunting texas man you can drive a little bit and be like you're in, in another country that's so. exactly right a lot of <laughs> a lot of different uh aspects to everything you do in the state of texas sure is all the Dude, different ways to, to hunt there. and fish all over the state pretty cool place all to over live, man really is weird. man Really All is. right, Bink. Well, good luck scouting today, and uh, I'll talk to you Sunday. We'll do the we'll do the old blind report from Bink Grimes. That'll be good stuff, man. <laughs> hey, people enjoyed that. If somebody yeah. wants to get a hold of you about hunting or fishing this winter, how do they get a hold of you, Bink? Yeah, MatagordaSunriseLodge.com or call or text 979-241-1705. As soon as I got off the air, you know, it was kind of it was kind of uh, iffy. We were we were blowing a lot of ducks on that sunday i'm telling you 15 minutes after i got off the air it was over i mean it was just like man they, they opened the gates on us and they we, all came we were walking once. out there that's, at that's the way it happens <laughs> <laughs> all right brother well being always a pleasure take care man okay y'all have a good day see you later all right that's captain bink grimes down in matagorda it's time to end the show today i can't believe time's already up but uh thanks for tuning in we'll be back in the morning bright and early 4 a.m right here at sports radio 610 kilt houston this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 